First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I know this is something that is really awesome and uh, and unique and, and unique for our area, but unique for really all over. Um, on the line right now is Dr. Anthony Lopez. Uh, the ADHD and Autism Psychological Services and Advocacy is where he is from. They just had a grand opening at uh, Little Grasshoppers and Mia's place. Andrew, you you were there yesterday, right? Uh, you're on this line. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's Dr. Andy Lopez. I think I, I typed that in wrong to your thing. I apologize. Anthony. But yeah. This... No, I'm going to call him Anthony. Okay. All right. You stick with that. <laughs> Go on with what was here first. Uh, it was really impressive. So what was... Uh, my former gym that I used to work out at Paragon Athletic Club, if you're familiar with that space on Seneca Turnpike. Across from, like, the Pizza Hut. Yeah, a little bit up from there. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so it was really exciting to walk in and see where what used to be a gym has become a huge open concept Mm. playground, classroom, uh, technological facility for uh, for children not only with autism and ADHD, but also members of the community as well. And there's Mia's Place, which Dr. Lopez will talk more about, which is a, kind of a unique experience as well. Uh, doc, Dr. Anthony Lopez. I'm sorry, Andy, Andy. Lopez. <laughs> good morning. Hey, good morning. So uh, let's talk about this and the uniqueness of this facility. Yeah, well, uh, uh, thank you for having me on. And, and by the way, you can call me Anthony, Andy. I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> around so here, appar- apparently Anthony is the big name around uh, around these parts. So, But we'll stick sounds, with Andy. So uh, this right. this seems to be something very unique, uh, to uh, not just to our area, but unique around the state and around the country. Yeah, I'd say, you know, it, at the very least, this is something that in the region, nothing like it exists. And I would venture out to say uh, in the state and uh, maybe even in the in the country, there are very few places like this. What we've tried to do is uh, take the best quality of care and match it with state-of-the-art facilities. So we, we already have the evidence-based care that works to treat children with autism. And what we did was we wanted to increase the footprint so we can treat more children, but also do it in a way that it would be incredibly inviting for kids and families and that the kids really don't see that this is treatment. They're just there playing and having fun, all the while they're improving in their social skills, mm. their adaptive skills. And the best, I think, endorsement we get is from the kids who really are saying we, they want to come back every day. So that's what we've tried to do. And um, in terms of Mia's place, that's a separate entity from our sister company. Uh, but that is for kids with and without developmental disabilities. And that's a, a, a place that we uh, envision where kids with and without de- developmental disabilities, typically age 10 and under, can come and find a place to integrate. And so that also is very unique. There's nothing like that around here. Uh, typically, you have places where kids with disabilities go or kids without disabilities go. And we wanted to have a place where they could go and learn and play together and learn from each other and, and really uh, take away a lot of the stigma that's often associated yep. with yep. developmental disabilities. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, some of the facilities themselves with the the technological capabilities for your teaching uh, is a big additive as well. Yeah, we've we've tried to bring in uh, not just good staff and good techniques, but the uh, technology to match. So, for example, we created this really beautiful technology space where kids can go and uh, we're going to have Lego robotics courses. We're going to be doing a lot of cooperative play. 
helping them learn uh, very important skills called executive skills, like planning, problem-solving, reasoning, all doing it in a social uh, atmosphere so that they learn how to socialize and communicate effectively as well. Yeah. I have somebody asking if you are affiliated with the Kelberman Center, or this is just a separate uh, organization. No, we we are separate. Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually, I would venture to guess, see more people uh, in the region than anybody else. We see thousands of children uh, and families every year. Uh, So we are not affiliated with anybody else. The two sister companies that I operate are ADHD and Autism Psychological Services and Advocacy. Uh, and then the other one is our sister company is Central New York Quest, and that is our not-for-profit uh, uh, sister company. One of the things that my wife is a is a kinder, or is a first-grade teacher, and one of the things mm-hmm. that we've seen over the years that I've witnessed over the years is the, the inclusion, how that's become a part of, uh, it's really become a, a part of education. What used to be where you would segregate students with, with issues, um, Today, it's all about putting everybody together, and it seems like this can help when it comes to that, um, and this is really a, a lot of what we're, especially when you're dealing with the uh, with Mia's place. Absolutely. Yeah, that, if you think about it, um, kids learn from each other, and so if you put kids together with developmental disabilities, the, the ceiling for learning is arguably lower because they all have some uh, area of deficit. If you put kids together who have different strengths and weaknesses, then they can actually learn from each other's strengths, and that's what uh, inclusion is all about. And so that's what we're trying to envision with Mia's Place is uh, having kids with disabilities not feel like they have limited options and they all have to go someplace where Mm -hmm. it's not, uh, you know, uh, just an open area for everybody. We want everyone to feel welcome here. So we built it to really suit the needs of kids with disabilities, but also it's incredibly attractive and fun for kids without. Do you need to be referred? Uh, Does someone just call you to become a member? And and then if you're a – how do you attract uh, kids that do not have developmental disabilities for for Mia's place? I I guess walk us through the the way people get involved and, and how they use your services. Absolutely. So uh, we have uh, classes and memberships, and you can sign up for either one. So, for example, um, we uh, we have classes for little kids where we're doing story time, arts and crafts. We're increasing to do uh, things like yoga and Zumba. Uh, and in terms of how uh, do we attract kids with, without disabilities, one of the easiest ways is that uh, families typically have kids with and without disabilities. And so what they're often finding is that they don't have a place where they could take all their kids at the same time. So this would be a very easy thing to do is to uh, say for a typical family, let's say, well, we're going to bring all the kids today and go play there. Uh, But also I think as the word gets out and we've seen our fair share of kids without disabilities already use the facility, that we're going to see that the word's going to get out and it's just going to be an incredibly welcoming, Mm -hmm. fun place. So I, I think that'll sort of take care of itself. All right. And, and it, like, for instance, I have one child, he's five, and uh, um, he does not have a developmental disability. If I wanted to bring him in here uh, to to play with other children and understand and learn, um, is it a membership setup? Do you, how does that work? 
Yeah, so you could either sign up by the class. So there's free play time slots that you could sign up. Gotcha. We're right now because of COVID, we're trying to uh, sort of limit the, the the numbers so we don't have uh, too many kids in the space at one time. Right, right. So if you go to cny.com, it's Mia's Place cny.com. Uh, you'll see all the different options, and you can actually sign up for a slot there. We're also going to be uh, uh, opening up to memberships, so you can have an annual membership, for example, and then you'll be able to come in whenever the, the facility is open and use it uh, at your leisure. Uh, and it, you bring up a good point, Bill. For kids without disabilities, this is a great place to get to know kids with disabilities and reduce some of that stigma and, uh, and really uh, maybe develop empathy and compassion and understanding, which we could use a lot more of in the world. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think the what I find what I find interesting is that uh, for like for instance for your kid, yeah, you want your kid to grow up to be. You don't want your kid to grow up to be a bully. You right. want you want, and, and the more I think we are able to, um, uh, the more they're associated with other kids and kids who are different, and that's all a great. I would think just a great learning experience. So as much of a great learning experience this is for someone who's uh, disabled in some way, for the child who isn't, it's a great learning experience. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Doc, thank you so much. We appreciate what you're doing, and uh, thanks for giving us an, an update here this morning. Yeah, thank you for covering the topic. I really appreciate it, and I hope uh, people are aware of what a gem that they have in their yeah. community and, and contact us. All right, Anthony. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Have a good morning. To be fair, hey, I asked the question. He goes, you're right, Bill. That's a good question, <laughs> which is a new trend on the show here. Dr. Andy Lopez, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, guys. All right. Take care, man. Um, yeah, pretty cool.